0: All I ever asked is keep it aimin' more than 92 with me, one, honey. L.A., crazy as one, honey. L.A., all I ever asked is one, honey. L.A., yeah. the crazy as one, honey. All I ever asked is one, honey.
1: A musical prophecy start out the night. Back again for the very fourth time. Mm. When we last did this podcast, we were uh, wondering if we had a chance to make
2: playoffs. (laughs) Some doubted us, Cole.
1: Some, some doubted
2: us. Some doubted us. At times, at times, us doubted us. (laughs) I think I doubted us for the entire show until we got to predictions, and then I just full sent it.
1: And very glad you did.
2: Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you don't remember
1: chat. Uh, I predicted a 2-1 this weekend. Jordan predicted a 3-0. Good for him. None of us predicted a 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fact, the uh, going back to the Foley sheet, our, uh, if we went 3-0 and this past weekend, according to the Foley sheet, which doesn't wait for probability of individual game outcomes, just the outcomes themselves, right? So the combinations. But still... We only had a 9% chance at locking a top four spot
2: if we went 3-0. Wow. That's actually wild.
1: It's actually wild. I think, um, so I actually talked to a foldy sheet guy, Leo.
2: Amazing. Yes.
1: And he said that he thinks there were 512 out of 38,000 scenarios where this ended up going our way. What? And yeah, we got, I mean, 38,000 is a lot of freaking... (laughs) possibilities 512 sounds like a large number but man, yeah that and again that doesn't even factor in like chances of winning each game right Right. that's just sheer 50 50 but safe to say the thieves have found their stride we are on a 7 and 0 win streak at the most important time of of the split i think the one question we need to answer on this podcast jordan is is this all thanks to the 100 Talk Farewell buff?
2: Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, so one, you're welcome, everyone, fans. Two, I can't believe that we have to keep the show going now. I mean, it's crazy, but <laughs> How? <laughs> what other choice do we have?
1: We have no choice but to keep podcasting through the pain. Well, no, look, through The glory in we, this
2: case. Yeah, we we decided. Did you see
1: how reflexively that came out of my mouth through yeah. the pain? <laughs>
2: it's, it, it's just a, the the what's the language model in your mind was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Col- we Cole we GPT. decided to cold when- GP
1: thieves. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the the bot behind your Twitter account this whole time. Yes. Actually, cold GP thieves. Um, we we decided uh, before. I can't remember exactly when we decided kind of like that we'd be winding down, but it was before we started our loss streak. Um, mm-hmm. it was for sure. Yeah. I was at the beginning of the play. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so this is perfect. This is perfect. Cause it was like, you know, we don't want to go out on a, like a low point. And then when it became clear that it was like, we might go out on the lowest point, you know, we might not <laughs> even be in playoffs. That was, that was a real sad feeling. Um, yeah. So to go out in third, you know that that feels great. I kind of regardless of what happens in the playoffs, we're we're in third. It just feels awesome.
1: We jumped up five spots. How <laughs> is in this one possible? super week?
2: This is the opposite. We had the exact the invert of our last super week, <laughs> and then some is... to just clear the curse out of the room.
1: Yeah. So anyway, we'll take full credit for all of this. Yes. Um, but I did. I did want to think about just for a second, because we haven't done this in a while. Uh, usually, we're focused on the strengths or weaknesses of the team and what happened in the games and um, what's going to happen next. But honestly, I wanted to just talk for a second about how it felt to watch the games this past weekend, yeah. because I haven't gotten to sit back with that much sheer joy. <laughs> in a while while we played you know i was just like just watching it to me I, you know obviously i predicted two one weekend i didn't think we'd beat eg mm-hmm. and it was kind of dicey for a minute mm. you know we started out super strong against them and th- somehow threw that incredible start that we had in the bot lane and th- and we're down to them like a couple thousand gold maybe two three thousand and we brought it back and i just from that point on i was like you know this is great. (laughs) This is just great. And every time we, we took the rift, it was like, we're going to see something fun today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's,
1: and that, that was one long day of those three games that we got to watch on the Friday. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I felt so grateful to be watching. it. Right. Yep. I was like, (laughs) this has, I mean, it's honestly one of the best weekends for hundred thieves, LCS. Like, Yeah. You know, you throw out like the title. This is really, really up there to make the run seven wins in a row to close out the split. I mean, we had talked about how we have kind of a customary end of split run. Mm -hmm. And when was that (laughs) going to happen? And sure enough, it came. Like, goodness gracious, man. What a pleasure to have this run be, you know, the last regular season I get to remember.
2: And the ways that we did it. The ways that we did it, too, in each of these games. Before we went live, I was like, each of these games kind of had a theme, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so many of the things that we've brought up as concerns or just, honestly, not even as concerns, just this is something that we're going to have to continue to watch. You think about the the rookies, right? They just shone. They just had great games. Not, not every game was perfect. We made mistakes. We collected a couple of sure. objective bounties. But... I mean, it's it's worth pointing out, right? Those last two wins we had, it's like a win and a quarter, right? Because it's
1: they're yeah, actually they count for more.
2: They count for more because it's it's not immortals. It's the team who would be either continuing at your uh, expense or who you are, you know, you're you're deciding the positions in the table immediately below you, um, so that you can't really get closer to that than just like a a high. And it, we finished third. So,
1: um, (laughs) somehow we finished
2: third, somehow we finished third. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into more of it and just all these different topics, but it just kind of felt like everything came together in a beautiful and well-timed way. Um, everything, the stars aligned, right. And we got to redeem ourselves from what I would say seems to be, I guess, just the DNA of the program, like start strong midweek end strong. It's consistent at this point. Maybe it's closing. It is kind of funny. Like, well,
1: it is kind of funny that the, yeah. almost the whole roster has been rotated out. <laughs> no.
2: and, coaches, and we still have ended up with the same <laughs> DNA. <laughs> yes, honestly. Something about the comp- the compound, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. We got a new the training room. In the compound. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everything, just time is a, what is it? Time is a complete circle or whatever.
2: It's a snake eating its what tail. It?
1: Time is a sneaking tale to mix the <laughs> sayings. I mean, that's that's kind of where we are. Whole new elements in here. But it was it was kind of I mean, we should we probably should talk about it. It was kind of interesting the way the in, the things that happened in the individual games mm-hmm. kind of play into the uh mythology of not just under thieves, but under talk in particular, especially <laughs> I'm thinking of this first game. Ooh. What a better way. To send off the 100 talk guys. Then the, the game that ended Solo's LCS career. <laughs> I don't, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be mean to Solo. No. But brother Solo <laughs> donated us that game.
2: We needed he, that one. And, and,
1: and when, when we read the donation in chat, he said, oh, I'm going to donate more <laughs> every single time. It was crazy. <laughs> what did that guy finish with? was it seven deaths. Many of them. So <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, seven and nine on the Cassante is not the, not, not the game. No TSM needed out of him. I mean, it was, I am not sure I've ever seen a single player cost that much at the pro level. And <clears throat> again, for this to be the thing that effectively knocked TSM out, and <laughs> is it the last time we're going to get to see that team, <laughs> we ended solo's career. Which, by the way, add another yes. top laners <laughs> dog tags to hundred thieves. We are we are collecting dog tags of top <laughs> laners. I mean, Summit's back in here, but he was out. Alfari, I mean, in. is he back in here? <laughs> well.
2: He's not in playoffs. That's actually
1: a good point. He, yeah. didn't, he did miss playoffs.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: what is this? That's <laughs>
2: it's just it's only top laners too, right? Yeah, I don't know that we've ever done this to any other position. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's kind of shocking, but
1: yeah,
2: we're pretty Ooh. close. Like one a season, too, aren't we? It was it's,
1: yeah. It's kind of getting there.
2: Summit and now solo. So yeah, you can count on that. At least one a season will uh end somebody's career.
1: I feel like we're missing like two.
2: Two other top players. Previous
1: prior careers that we ended, but
2: uh, yeah. Man. I guess it's it's this is the one that feels it's like it was fifteen minutes after the game ended. You know, it was like, and subbing in tomorrow is whoever.
0: <laughs> we'll see you guys then.
2: It's <laughs> uh where at least, you know, Summit and Alfari, they kind of had the the that was the beginning of the end this was the the period at the end of the lcs career sentence
1: do we get to send fudge back to oceania where there's oh. no longer even a league at the end of this is this the final hundred dollars oh. sent off
2: it would be the greatest oh gift gosh. of all time
1: it would be the greatest gift of all time You're would right. you rather
2: have that or a trophy
1: I mean, I assume what they are one in the same that's in this true, case.
2: That's true. Uh
1: But what's what? oh, as a <laughs> as a personal parting gift, I'll take fudge. Yeah. <laughs> that
2: I would mean, be quite incredible. I know that you really mean a trophy, but I, I appreciate what you said here tonight. No, I I don't. <laughs> There'll always be. That is a personal gift. Yeah,
1: personal gift, man. Yeah, trophies will come. Trophies have come. Trophies will come. Yeah. Um. Unless your name is Solo, you're not getting a trophy this time, or turns out any other time. I'm okay. I've gotten it out of my system. I'm sorry for being mean to Solo. I'm generally not a mean person. I don't want to have any negative energy in that direction anymore.
2: We're done. There it is. It's done.
1: But thank you for the win, Solo. That's all I was saying. Yeah. Can you, can you imagine what it was like Maple and Wild oh. Turtle were we're trying to go so hard, man. Yeah. They they gave everything in that game. They gave everything and solo was just running it down, bro.
2: <laughs> Just like so many. Yeah so many TPs like right into our team tower defense. I mean, I don't want to pile on it. It looked like the way I used to play solo queue where it's like one V4. I like those odds. I'm going to defend this turret. I got to defend the turret. What are you supposed to give them? (laughs) I was going to say
1: in, in my world, it seemed like me playing solo queue in that I've never played the top lane. And that's what it looks like when I do. (laughs) Um, how many... I, did we get two or three Tenacity solo kills? Like, oh. so, solo squared kills?
2: Uh, I don't know, but yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know, but it was hilarious because they mentioned in that LCS game show piece that they did, the content piece, that Tenacity was leading the league in solo kills. Is he really the whole I don't league? know when they filmed that because Solo was with the team when they filmed that, so All I don't right. know if they filmed that before or after the game.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine if they did it after? <laughs> Good news, soul After solo, that game.
1: You, ju- <laughs> you just got off of that game. And now, let me ask, that man who killed you, like, three times has been...
2: He's oh, was also it, it was the trivia? It was the game show? <clears throat> of, like, who yeah, has the did most you see solo it? kills? No, I didn't.
1: Yeah. It's actually a pretty good piece of content. Anyway. Mm. Uh, really quick, thanks, guys, for all the gifted subs. Five yeah. gifts from Holly, five gifts from Biddy, gifted from Sam, a few other subs. Thank you, guys. You know we yeah. don't really do that on the podcast very much, but
2: we love you, man. Also, we questionable investment at this point, I'm just going to say. Put that out there. It is.
1: <laughs> I mean, there are four more weeks.
2: That's true. Okay. So, this is Not, like
1: the last stream that makes sense for.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Woo! Okay. Uh, well, we moved on from, uh, from Brother Solo and the TSM game. Anything else you want to mention about TSM? Do we need... Maybe we just make... The footnote, Renata for Buccio. Yeah,
2: yeah. Different look. Different um, look. 0-2 and 21. Not bad, boy. No, good look. A good look, a different look. I would say um, it was. this was the beginning of <coughs> a, a, uh, an encouraging trend to flip that on its head. Um, yeah. Who knew? This guy's got picks. And that was really good. I mean, it wasn't like... I don't know if he got a single reset with the buy, the buyback, the buyout, the whatever. The, yeah, the bailout. Don't care. Um, the I also, SBB special. Yep. I also. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, rec league. Where where are you? We're gonna use that. Oh, one
1: yeah. oh dude, I forgot all about that. Somebody. Here come grandpa. Here come grandpa. <laughs>
2: um. Nor did his uh his collateral damage. What's his ult called? Do you know? Renata, her it, you know what? Uh, hostile takeover. Hostile takeover.
1: Hostile takeover. You. Yeah, yeah. I, I had it on the tip yeah. of my tongue. Yeah. Uh,
2: not, I mean, like that composition, we need to have a soul like auto somebody a few times. It's just not, it's not the explosive <laughs> hostile takeover you can sometimes get. Um, but use it while zoning, like for sure, threw it into some choke points and disrupted them. So yeah, great game from him. Um, gotta call out solo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm bringing it back, huh? Was that I just promise, that
2: you just misspoke in the perfect way? I did not mean to do that. Gotta call, gotta out, call out tenacity solo.
1: <laughs> after we just wrote his obituary for the past five minutes on the pod.
2: I'm so sorry. Gotta
1: call out solo. <laughs> we didn't say enough about that. <laughs>
2: uh, tenacity, he yeah. had this was a. Uh, I don't know if this was the, this felt like the start of his tank career. I know he's had some Gragas games, but his Scion was just, this is the game where I was like, his Scion is just, it's going to solid hash mark bar, right? Like he yeah, has yeah. 650,000 HP mm-hmm. and, and it's good <laughs> because the A Soul can still kill him in about three seconds. But um, I'm loving him on tanks, dude. He is, you wouldn't know that he is the lead uh, solo kill haver in the league. <laughs> Base entirely on how well he plays tanks because usually it's like
1: yeah, yeah
2: one but yeah forced on tank dude
1: yeah.
2: yeah um he looks very comfortable and it's actually it's been highly effective and not just in like yeah. maintaining a healthy front to back composition the dude one he was hitting people pretty hard i was surprised there's like one q he hit like is that what's that um mm-hmm. but he actually baits people in quite a lot like he's he is deceptively tanky um so he plays really well it's not just like well i'm gonna stand here and see how long i can hold out uh um, jordan
1: dare i say he uses his health bar as a resource
2: i dare you to say it you dare to say it it was well said yeah he does <laughs> and uh i liked it and i'm glad that we continue to see it because i think this is a a new look for the team that feels um I don't know. It kind of feels like it feels like we've unsolved ourselves, which is exactly where we're going to be right now.
1: Cue the unsolved mystery music. One of the scariest theme songs ever written, right up there with Rescue 911.
2: Do it again. Do it. Is it that one? That's the X Files. Oh, dang
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> which that shall not be named. That's too scary to even invoke yeah, in is. our
2: yeah,
1: metaphysical reality. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Tenacity moved from the big old Scion to the, the big old Gragas in the uh, oh. the second game against EG, and the man's casks could not miss.
2: He was scripting for sure.
1: He like honestly, Tenacity. I I think that it not It didn't end up feeling stat wise like the most impactful game from him. But it w- I was really heavily leaning towards is this Tennessee's best game? Yeah, it was of the so year good. for us. Like it was really, really good stuff out of him. <clears throat> he knew how to break up formations, you know, with the old. Um, he found the flanks at the right time. It was just really, really nice. We did a good job of minimizing our deaths, considering how much fighting and how much carnage there was in this <laughs> game. Like. 41 and a half minutes on the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, and only seven deaths from us is pretty crazy because once you get a late game, man, it's pretty easy to lose your champs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really happy with this game. Um, hard to point to. Yeah. Is it, this was like rookies, right? Because it's tenacity and Busio's Racon, which is now like, is this deserving of a ban? Honestly, do you let Rakan through to Busio right now? I'm not sure you do. Mm -hmm. How many times is he going to get like the, the, uh, four man, three, four man knockups at critical times, right on with a charm falling up. Like how many times is he going to do that and turn entire fights? The rookies were so awesome in this game, which is especially great when we're talking about, you know, narratives and under talk Mm -hmm. and everything against the NA talent team. We love NA (sighs) talent, Right. (laughs) <laughs> and our rookies just sliced him up, man.
2: Okay. So two things on the rookie side. Tenacity's barrels, you call these out. Like I I remember going into this, I was like, okay, if JoJo is playing, we'll have to watch out because something feels off. Yeah. He it was like three to four times in a row that he got picked at the start. And I think it was I think every time Maybe there's one or two two that weren't, but the barrels just constantly moved him. Direct, he was trying to play the front of the fight so he could put down the Event Horizon in a in a really good spot, right? And Tenacity just he had the counter and he hit it every time. It was so good. Um, And
1: when and when you're on Vagar, you know how awful it feels when you're out of position. There's like one of the most frustrating gems to be out of position on.
2: Absolutely, and it was like before. I'd say before (laughs) the uh, mid game. He was actually, he was looking really good. He, he had a great roam. Um, he had a good kind of like yeah. a... Oh, yeah, it was a redive It was a roam and a redive to get both of our bot laners. Uh, yeah, because so yeah.
1: we started out so strong right. in bot lane, basically free two kills. Yeah. At the beginning, we had that... Um, oh, the Scion cheese. I don't know if you want to call it a cheese play, yeah. but yeah, we, we had that, that level one play, and then uh, Closer followed it up with a regank like right after. Yeah. You know, so...
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I love it.
1: Off to a hot start there, and then JoJo equalized it.
2: Right. And then the other thing is, um, I don't even know what else to call this other than trigger discipline, but I went back and watched this. I didn't realize watching it live how many times uh, Inspired walked by Busio as he just sat in that bush. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. Have
2: you gone back to watch it? It's crazy. <laughs> it's like. I,
1: in, in the moment, that's <laughs> all I could focus on. I was like, oh, when is he going to yeah. go? When is he going to go? When
2: is he going to go? It was crazy. And and then he just, it's not like we won the game from there. It wasn't the, uh, it wasn't the who he, flank, you know? Right. But for sure, it was a huge momentum. And just like, what a great play. What a great, it would have been so easy for the, for the Seshwani to actually like, you couldn't tell if his model was in the bush or not, basically, is how close he was. And he just always, he just sat and sat and sat. Um so yeah, man, the rookies just playing, and and this is a huge game. Like this was the game, yeah, to really make us a a, a lock for at least a tiebreaker. Um, and we were getting smacked around, so it was awesome to see them both have super high impact performances.
1: Yeah, they clutched up, man. Yeah, cannot take that away from them. And Jojo did not. Now mm. we should, you know, caveat this. I think you already mentioned Jojo was um sick in the previous week. EG was play, <laughs> playing remotely. So who knows what kind of strength they really had. But they, uh, they surely did get outplayed in the, in the second half of this game pretty thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the rookies are a lot of the reason why. So
2: Agreed. It was awesome to see.
1: It was incredible to see. Which then took us to uh, the Immortals game on Friday. The first of three games on Friday. And this is when like it really felt like, okay, we've got something cooking now. We've got something brewing. Um, these these guys are coming together in a meaningful way. I mean, uh, was this first Busio Thresh game of the split? I'm not yeah, sure. Honestly, Don't it been. That. I feel like there might have been another one now that I say that out loud. Um but his his thresh was immediately impactful. Yeah, he played against he played it against. Uh, no, I'm lying. It was his first. Um, but it looked quite good. Yeah, it did. Uh, what else do we have in this game? Oh, closer Wu Kong. So mm-hmm. closer Wu Are we officially to adding that to the "you can't
2: give this to him" list? It's with Diego like, and Lee Sin. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you if you needed a reminder about the Diego, you got one this weekend. But. <laughs> We had that in, in Lee Sin as like, do not give these to him when it matters. And I think Wukong might need to be on that list too.
2: Yeah. It was so good. So good in team fights. There were a couple of fights that looked lost and, or that were lost. And then he just absolutely devastated them with the whirlwind or whatever that's called.
1: Yeah. this The Cyclone. spinny spinny monkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, But honestly, and we we got the meaningful Annie game also at Bjergsen. Remember we... Yeah. Talked about how that was a little lackluster before it. I know it's immortals guys. <laughs> I know it's immortals, but, uh, no, no fire alarm insight this time for the guys to pull.
2: <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, it, their strategy on double lift. Say more. Just they it was, that was their plan. Their one plan. Clearly. Yeah. They drafted so that they could try to just hard CC him and they did it if, effectively a couple of times just turned out that we had a uh, plenty of other options. So like they would explode double lift and then it's like they open their eyes and look around and they're standing in the middle of our entire team. And yeah. we're like, Hey guys, what are you doing here? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the we end of got,
1: fight. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, we also got more of that, uh, more of the tank duty from tenacity on a scion. That was very meaningful. Love it, <clears throat> but when it comes to immortals, I know things only can go so far with <laughs> with credit um, given. So I don't I don't think we need to say much about this game because we kind of you know did it quickly and well, and that yeah. was that. But the the important thing was that sent us into the tiebreakers. Now, because like I think what was it? It was CLG had a two zero against us in the regular yeah. season. I think is why they were the final boss here, right? Uh, must be, yeah, yeah. So we were playing against EG in the first game. And they, you know, the second crack at it, they, get, they got to see what we brought in the first game and, and bring their best in the second. And, you know, we got, we got, like I said, a reminder of why you don't want to give closer to the Viego. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: He was, I think he started 8-0 on yeah. the champ. <laughs> And the reset's coming at the perfect time, uh, kind of invalidating anything that they wanted to do. They didn't have a ton of mobility um, for FBI because he's on the Varus. He's got his little thresh lanterns around there. I thought they like over-indexed on protecting FBI to the point where we got Brother Jojo again, right? Uh, I don't know, again, I don't know if this is just because he's sick or whatever, or if he's... <laughs> I think Doublelift said actually I have a quote from lift. Let me go to this. Uh Doublelift did an interview with Travis at the end of the day. Nice. In the parking lot, the famous Travis parking lot interview, and he said, "I never got the chance to play against Jojo when he was good." Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, given the two games from that day, I or, or from this week, I can kind of see where he's coming from. He died even more in this game. Yeah. Um Really weird, right? Like at the end of last year I was like, you know what? Jojo's really earned my respect. Like I've been a naysayer for too long. Yep. This dude really has it. And then surely, as soon as I say that, it just mm. Yeah. It just flips over. Um yep. but we got the emergence of another pick for Bjergson, right? How are you feeling about the Lissandra?
2: Uh yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't feel like I don't know. There there was there were so many other things happening in these games that I almost feel like I had a hard time evaluating it as well as I yeah. would like to. Um, I mean, there are things I love about the champ, right? Like, And he does it well. The mobility, you know, he's, he's very hard to pin down um, and had a great stat line, 2 2 in this game. So, so yeah, I think it's, it's one that I'm happy to see. I'm not opposed to it at all. It might have been... You
1: know, he played this two games in a row. And this might have been the second game, so forgive me if I'm remembering um, this out of order, but the, the point still stands. <laughs> you were talking about trigger discipline earlier mm-hmm. with um, Bucio, and I think Bjergsen displayed that same thing. It was really sneaky. I'm not sure. I I mean, I caught it watching the replay. I didn't catch it live. I didn't hit, see anyone else mention this. But when we were shoving down mid lane, forcing a fight, I think this was CLG, I Say it. but um, we kind were on of- red side, and he... Went into blue side chickens mm-hmm. for that flank, you know, toss the E over the wall, yep. flanking and ult, oh, this is into get, the like, back three line. people.
2: Yeah, I know that fight.
1: And he does it, and they all used everything to get back because they know he, he was going to ult and he didn't ult. He totally faked him out. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> no. he faked him out. Then when they retreated, I think like maybe Tenacity like ulted in and like got one person. Yeah. And that was looking like that was all that was going to happen, but then he was able to—I don't know if he flash ulted or if just caught him out on the ult—but he caught three on the ult because they already burned their right. escape tools. Ooh, crafty. and got yeah, and and like ended up meaning meaning that we won that fight in a much more significant way. Right. And I just it went it went unnoticed, it went unappreciated, but I was like that was so smart. He yeah. knows that he when he comes over that wall, they're going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just held it you
2: yeah, know yeah.
1: And it uh, that was just such like a veteran play man
2: it was like I, with the I loved it q holding it for the oh uh, yeah holding it until yeah. the
1: until the spell shield wore off yep
2: yep yeah there's another one that was actually um biergson is honestly it was a very similar setup uh, i'm pretty sure this one was against eg it was uh so maybe this is what you're also thinking of but it was it was the uh blue side chickens he's there or maybe he cheated over to the bush but anyway the, it was, I think, the last fight of this game, the EG game, um, and Sunday saw, and this is kind of what I was referring to, I had in mind earlier when I was talking about just how effective Tenacity is on the Scion. One death in this game, by the way, which is insane for your main tank. Um, yeah. But he, he was just, he was playing forward enough. It was a bait. <coughs> um, and double lift was hovering in a control warded Bush right there, south side of the river. Mm-hmm. And so they, they engage on Tenacity. And he's just way too tanky, and so it's it's basically a tank race, and Doublelift yeah. is pumping damage into someday, and he can't tank nearly as long as he's on Cassante. and the fight basically starts to crumble for them from that point. And then you have Bjergsen and Busio in the backline, um, so that's another one where they he I think he eases in and just starts shredding their backline, and it's it's mayhem. And I think we end up losing maybe one on that fight, but yeah, that was. I just I had to go back and watch it a couple of times. I was like, how did we start this? Like, but it was literally just the kind of light engage on tenacity with the, yeah. the damage waiting there. Um
1: he, and which tenacity has been so good at baiting out, right? Like you mentioned this earlier. He he makes it look like oh, like I have oh. gone too far. Yeah, yeah. And Oops, and everybody like licks their <laughs> lips, you know. Yeah. I mean they he, all he jump. Ju- yeah. Yeah. He he and he gets them to burn everything and then Guess what? There's an eight kill Viego now into yeah, the middle right. of the
2: team. Well, okay. But we have to put that up against this was I feel like this was one of the moments where the the, the, the lost streak really sunk in. It was closer and tenacity engaging top river just oh, yeah. outside, and there's no damage behind them. You remember this play?
1: No, nothing. They were way early. Yeah.
2: This is the this is the <clears throat> polar opposite play of that, right? Where it's like Yeah. It, and the thing I love about it is it's not just that we were oh like it, it wasn't a comms thing right it wasn't him saying I need help and somebody being like I'll, I'll be there in a second you go back and watch and up <laughs> is just standing there he's not doing anything he's not clearing a ward he's just waiting and then they engage on him and he flips the switch and the damage is overwhelming you know it's just like it was so well coordinated especially when you compare it to how we've played these in the past um mm. And this was like the end of a very, very long day. So that's yeah, the well, kind that's... of thing you like to see when you think about a best of series, right? That you can still be sharp at the end of a five, uh, three game day. I guess it was three games. Yeah,
1: yeah, three game day. Yep. And uh, speaking of being sharp at the end of a day, I mean, so this was uh, this was double lift on the day, right? Five two and ten Jinx against Immortals. Um, seven four and eleven Kaisa against EG, <clears throat> and then. 13 2 and 8 Kaisa mm. against CLG. CLG gets to vibe for like seven hours or whatever it was between <laughs> their, their first game and this game and double lift, not tired at all. Closer on the Wukong, 7 2 and 11. Dude, we went out on these guys, man. Yeah. Uh, s- similar stuff being done by Tenacity on the Scion. Uh, we did see Busio Nautilus, which. I thought was fine. I didn't think it was outstanding. Like like you know his recon in the previous game, he had 19 assists on the recon in the previous game, and he still I mean he still had a solid game on the Nautilus. And in fact, one of his depth charges was like incredibly brilliant and crucial yep. um, to us because he basically like I think he got it off before he got killed, or he he got it off and flashed the wall, and it left one of them. I can't remember exactly the play. I think it was in um river on top side but it left one of CLG just totally out to dry. We were able to clean up an important kill at a good time. Yep. It was, I mean, it was solid, right? Um, very solid. And of course, if you're measuring a support by how ahead your ADC gets and how impactful your ADC is, then obviously job well done. Yeah. Um, Bjergsen, even more effective on those L- Lissandra four yep. <laughs> zero <laughs> and wow. 14, which that was like the quietest 4.0 and 14 ever.
2: Yeah, you kind of know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, I don't feel like he's making these crazy, flashy plays, but clearly it's a, it's fitting well into the comp.
1: Yeah. Um, I am so glad, as Chat mentioned, they did not mess this one up and give player of the week to anybody else. We again come in full circle with all the, the dispelling the hundred talk, hundred thieves curses and stuff. Yep. Finally got that player of the week, finally didn't get shunned. Uh, <laughs> out of that first word
2: split, probably.
1: I think so. Double ifs?
2: No, I mean this is
1: I Oh, the, the, as a team, as we yeah, say, yeah. it's double lifts first ever. Yeah. But um yeah, we we definitely I think did not get player of the week before. And I think like honestly closer would have been eligible for it too if oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get it. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh it was it was just the greatest of weeks. Um closer on the Wu Kong against 7-2 and 11. So that champ is seriously dangerous. Yep. Um So, I think we've got some slight variations in what we're doing.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Some things are a little more consistent. So, for instance, Tenacity played Scion four out of five games this week. And that's fine Mm -hmm. because look how well it worked. Yeah, it worked really well. You know, I I think like the Bjergson Lissandra is kind of a new thing. Um, Busio's Recon may be bannable. Um, I don't think you can. I honestly
2: think, don't think you can. I think there's too many other great players on this team. Yeah. Like that's, but that, that's, that's exactly where you want it to be. Right. Well,
1: it's at least in the should ban if you can, oh, if you for had sure. 10 bands. <laughs> category. Yeah.
2: It's, it's not one that you, you'd rather not see it. Um, yeah. You know?
1: So I think we had so many positives from this week and this all boils down to this question that you have to ask again. <laughs> we're probably going to talk about it every week for the remainder of the pod, but Nuke Duck honeymoon or (laughs) Nuke Duck genius? What's going on
2: here? Um, I don't. I it's not. I don't think it's a honeymoon. I guess I would be surprised if any honeymoon lasted this long, right? (laughs) And I know it's only been two weeks, but it's it's been. Is it? It's five games now. No, 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 seven games. Seven, Mm -hmm. seven. Um, that just feels like a, a really long honeymoon, don't you think?
1: It is only two weeks, though.
2: It is two weeks, but
1: apparently, you know, according to him, he just he just says just win. That's <laughs> that's the that's the way of nuke right?
2: Did you see? Is there don't something?
1: overanalyze it? Just win.
2: I saw. Uh, is Kai back doing a- a- analysis work for the team?
1: I don't think so. Did I miss something?
2: I saw a tweet, but it looked like it got deleted.
1: Oh, everybody else seems 100%. to know what you're talking yes. about. So.
2: I think he, re- okay. he quote tweeted something and said that he forgot to mention, but he's back now. Um, Interesting. So, welcome back. And if that's the case, if not, hope you're well. Uh, welcome the heck back if Yeah. that is the case. So, he should do... You know, <laughs> you know that in a lot of traditional sports, they'll do like the plus minus, you know? Yeah. He could probably add that to his resume. That's a fine... Fine stat for him to have at this point. Most people don't get to do that. Um, but yeah, if he's been back for just a bit, then that seems to be positive. So I don't know. Is it a honeymoon? Time will tell. We'll we'll learn real quick during playoffs. I think not. I think not. I've seen enough games now. I mean, you think about it. Seven games in a usual split is three and a half weeks. And you know, if you can go 2-0 for three and a half weeks. I think most people would say like seems like you figured something out um maybe you've got at least some good ideas right like i don't think people write you off at that point and say like eh see how it goes in the next three weeks right but i think he's earned it i'm happy to yeah give him credit at this point
1: mm-hmm. i wonder you know i mentioned this might be a case of like the right thing at this time for the team um and <clears throat> you know, sometimes that's a long term solution, sometimes it's a short term solution. Either way, right now, it seemed to be the breath of fresh air that the team needed. Oh. We are clearly, we are clearly together again in a big way, right? Mm-hmm. Looks like the guys are having fun. Um fun to win. And they're they're play, yeah, it's fun to win and they're playing a little more free, right? And and the rookies have stepped up to the challenge as well. So any anything like, I don't know. I'm never, I'm never going to speak against the right thing at the right time. Right. And that's, that's indisputably what has happened with this move. So I think when it originally happened, a lot of people were like, well, you got to do something. And the coach just gets blamed because we have, <laughs> you know, the players that we have. Well, maybe so, but also it worked exactly the way you hope. Yeah. <laughs> Better than you could hope seven to oh.
2: Yeah. The tail of that change. I mean, and then you layer in all the other stuff that just went our way. Like, man, yeah. somebody had a tough decision to make. Thinking like, going to be tough. It's going to be a long shot, but what other choice do we have? You know, fast forward two weeks, it's like, I guess we're the third best team in the league. Cool, I like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. We'll take it. Um, the one last thing I wanted to mention about uh, the team as a whole, and and we alluded to it a bit, but. This uh, this idea of the team fighting change. Um, you mentioned the disconnect in the communication, the moves, the um, the macro, <clears throat> and you could see it in the fights too. Look, something has changed. Our team fights have been crazy, and double lift. He mentioned um, he mentioned to Travis in this in his interview that he did that so much about league is picking the right moment, the right scenario to fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that's what's been the difference in us converting these games where we're really behind mm-hmm. um, in the early game or the mid game. Is just like and It got called out on one of the games on broadcast. It was like, well, if you look at the items, actually, it's yeah. pretty even right now, despite 100 Thieves being behind. And what happened immediately after a boom, <laughs> boom, 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 team fight, we win. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It, it just seems like... Bjergsen and Doublelift have so many games behind them, probably closer to, mm-hmm. right, that they just know at this point when those moments are, and they're picking them very well, and everybody has bought in on the idea that they need to jump in and get it, right, right, right. and our team fighting has just improved dramatically. Uh, I didn't call this out. I think it was, I think it was in the CLG game. This tenacity setup on Scion. We had him in mid lane. Tenacity came out of the river. With an ult that basically was like a Talia wall, but it was a scion ult, right? He ulted across the middle of the team and split them. Like three went further up in yeah. the lane to avoid it, and right. two went back. And it was just—it was a wrap from that moment. You know what I mean? Just like knowing what when those angles are and what when to press the trigger. Geez, man, that has just made so much of a difference for us. And now it's like, yeah, if we have great players who are aggressive. You have double lift who is always willing to flash forward and make a good play. Stuff like that. When you have the right setup and the right timing, you just win, I guess. Right, Yeah, Nick Duck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we didn't. Honestly, we could have talked a lot more about double lift. I know we gave him credit and props for his his player, of the split. I mean, there are, like, not only he was not a, a KDA player this weekend, right? There yeah. were a lot of plays he made that were hyper aggressive. Uh, there were, there are several feather pulls that were that turned a fight like there was one in West jungle after we'd lost that almost got three kills, you know, so it's just like <laughs> he's he's on he's flashing over walls to finish off two players. Um, you love to see it. It it brings back memories of the first few weeks. And I mean, that's the crazy thing. But this guy, when he's ahead, you can tell he just knows he's ahead and he knows that he it's it's like, hey. You're going to have to stop me. That's the mentality he has, right? Um, yeah. And sometimes it does happen, right? Like sometimes teams sure. are able to focus him down, um, and we've seen some bad decisions he's made um, when we weren't looking as good, but the decision quality seems to be rising. And: Yeah, and you
1: know what? this is interesting about those bad moments? They didn't seem to matter, right? Like they didn't seem to like cost us excessively. In these at the games, because we that? have seen a flat, yeah, we have seen a flash forward. It's like maybe he's like, I mean, I would have to look at <laughs> the scenario when he does this, but we've seen it three or four times, right? Yeah, where he's just like too aggressive, or whatever, and dies. But it never seems to like really swing anything. So maybe he's picking the right spot. I don't know, man.
2: Could be. And but, I was more thinking about like some of the walls he jumped as G- as uh, Zary. You know, like those yeah. plays are just like those are head scratchers. And I, you clearly mm-hmm. just like well, Maybe he's off. The team's off. Um, but now, yeah, I, I know there, I am remembering some of the plays you're probably thinking of, right. Where it's like, and I think there's something to what you're saying, which is it's like a real scrappy fight. Both teams have lost two or three players. It's almost like he knows, look, if I die here, we're all in the same respawn timers. Like, yeah, this is not the difference between us taking the, or them getting the Baron or not. Like,
1: yeah, their health bars are so low that yeah. they're not going to be able to do anything. They're not they're playing for objectives two. here. Yeah.
2: Yep. So I'm going to see what I can get.
1: I don't know how much of this is conscious or not, but it seems like it works out that way. I mean, we saw him Kaisa ult into the back line and he's kiting behind the team (laughs) a couple of times, you know, and it's just like he went for it. And a lot of times it's working. I mean, I think what we, our ideal performance at a double if when we signed him was, hey, this guy is going to be Kobe, right? Right. That's what we wanted. And that's what we're getting. We're getting, I want to win. I'm going to make the play that, Helps us to win.
2: Did you notice too that he said, um, <clears throat> I think it was the post game interview. Yeah, he and uh, Bussio did one. And he was hitting a lot of the same notes, right? Like, this guy's amazing, golden child, like, great attitude. So, in a way, you know, it is reassuring to hear him say that even after going, you know, like, making it out the other side of a dark patch. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, it would be notable if he was like, you know, Alan's a great kid. I think he's he's gonna have a long and successful career and uh I like playing with him. You know, but he's he's like he's sticking to the same things. So uh, yeah. that means probably that even even though I'm sure it's been tough, um, he doesn't seem he hasn't seemed to lost any of his any of his enthusiasm for, for Boosie overall. Or at least yeah. that's what he's saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sure he's been super it. happy with him now because he had a crazy week and yeah. he uh he helped Doublelift get very ahead.
1: Yes, he did. Okay, um, <clears throat> let's go to some listener takes then. Um, I wanted to, as is tradition, start off with JC101. <laughs> is our most reliable taker, I think, out there. Absolutely. <clears throat> JC101 said, Pico de Gallo con jalapeno steak. <laughs> Riot, <laughs> Riot doesn't want 100T to win the split, so they've disabled Viego. Unfortunately for them, we don't need Viego because we have a dozen forms of CC to play protect the president. Every fight and double lift gets too hard carry. So two parts of the take, um, the Viego being like, you know, so I, I guess something, there's some uh, there's some glitch, right? There's some exploit with him, he's bugged, they've it, disabled yeah. him, right?
2: Is that true? It's, okay. it's actually, like, that's true. That's going to be how playoffs go.
1: I mean I I thought I saw that. Chat will always know. Chat will correct us if we're wrong. Um, so the take then is we don't need Viego and that we're we're going to focus on protecting the president for double if to continue to carry us. Your reaction,
2: my friend. I mean, one this is disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> Just super disgraceful. I don't really have anything else to say about it. From uh, this is
1: Riot pulling the fire alarm?
2: Yeah, honestly, it's like Okay, the first playoff series starts on Wednesday. Is that right? We play Thursday.
1: Uh, we play Thursday. Yeah.
2: So So nobody goes home from Riot, who is you know who works on this team. Like you can't have this. This is so. I'm biased, I guess, but I think do we need Viego? No. But have we worked hard to have that as a competitive advantage for our team? Yeah. It'd be like if they disabled three pointers. Like sorry. The three pointers are off for this series. But <laughs> Sorry, good luck. Warriors, you can't shoot three points. Yeah, or like you can't do no picks anymore. That's not a thing. Like honestly, that is not too far how it feel from how it feels because it's okay. He's got other champs. Yeah, yeah, you know whatever. Um, but that's a ban for us probably. You know, like that's mm-hmm. a very significant tool that if it's turned off, we just don't get to use, and that feels pretty crummy. It
1: does. Um, I think though that we have enough tools that we're going to be okay. Um, <clears throat> because basically like double lift is going to be drawing enough bands that we'll be able to get something good for closer. I think every game. And even if, <clears throat> you know, for some reason, maybe the closer pick isn't as strong. Like then that means they're leaving something on the table, table for a busio, maybe Bjergsen. They, they don't ban out the zillion, mm. you know, we, <laughs> We've got stuff to to make people scared during draft. So um, I think it and it may come and protect the president for double lift. But honestly, I don't think we're going to be pigeonholed like that.
2: Yeah, I I don't think we're pigeonholed, but it does. It just feels like we earn this, you know, don't take it from us.
1: Yeah. Um. to Surge says tenacity has improved a lot. His timing and positioning has made a huge difference especially during team fights. hopefully in the future we can see him playing a carry role. So <clears throat> this is interesting because we have seen him play more carry roles in the past. We saw him take the Fiora against um, Cloud9. Uh, we saw him play the Cassante against Team Liquid. Uh, we saw him play the Jax against FlyQuest. Um, Fiora again against FlyQuest. Cassante against TSM Jax. So we've seen this like earlier on he played some carries. He had mixed success. Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it wasn't. I know like the FlyQuest Fiora was a great game from him despite us not being able to win it. So this is interesting because the last seven games have been Gragas and Scion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to make another note from that Doublelift interview where Doublelift was saying um we have because Travis is like, well, what's the secret? And double said, I can't give everything away, but you know, <laughs> obviously we have learned which champions to play and which combinations work really well for us. And I think that the uh Gragas Scion thing is telling. Yeah. In, in terms of the that combination. So while I agree, he's improved a lot. And he like it's it's been a great split like to watch him go from really seeming like not, not playing like an LCS player, you know, mm-hmm. and not playing with the team to now being a very huge, important foundational uh, part of the strategy. Um, I don't know if he can do that in the same measure on a carry, but we know he has some hands and we know he wants to get some more solo kill trophies.
2: Yes. Yes, we do. Um, I don't know, man. I I just feel like he's doing so well on tanks. I think the, the question that I have is if he's on a carry, who's on a tank, right? Like who, who is the, Frontliner, or do we just play without one? Um, I he's been so valuable that going back to that, I think it was EG. I realized as I was talking about that game that I had it switched in my head so far as order goes. Um, like we just don't win that fight if he's not on a tank. He could be on a carry, he could be super fed. Um, and assuming he wouldn't play frontline and be standing where he was, so it's probably not a direct analogy, but um. It just doesn't feel to me like we need more carry right now. Um, yeah, Closer is clearly at his best when he's carrying. Like he is, you know, We the, the thing of the champions we've always talked about not being Closer's uh, type, right? It's Poppy. Mm-hmm. For a long time, it was Sejuani. Like mm-hmm. he's not the setup, engage, jungle guy. Um, and clearly Tenacity is... Really good at tanks. So for me, it feels like let's not let's not force him to play. He might be better at carries. He might be more comfortable on carries, even. Um, but that's just not what our team needs. Like we just need a really good tank right now in this meta. Uh, and I'm glad that he's been able uh, to step it, up.
1: Full circle again. Isn't it like the someday days? <clears throat> and everyone's yep. like, We need someday on carries, and then we performed way better with him on tanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Despite him being able to play the role, right? For sure. So it's just like the, the the what the team as a whole needs. Right. Um. So I kind of agree with you, Jordan, on this. I mean, I would love to see Tenacity bust out of carry and go nuts. So it's not like I'm like anti this take or anything. But
2: yeah,
1: it does seem serving the team. Um, in the tank role is pretty good. Uh, Sen mentioned, you're welcome for the 7 0 jinx. And this is Sen from two weeks ago calling an 0 and 5 finish to the split, which he did intentionally to reverse karma the team. So Way to go, Sen. we owe a lot to Sen. We yeah. did our part with announcing the end of this podcast, but uh, Sen also doing a lot of the hard carrying. Um, let's see. We had. Uh, Let's talk about this from, uh, I dark, Sabery, Sabery, I dark, dark Sabery, however you say it. Sorry. Welcome by the way. I think yeah. it's the first time chatter. Um, who asked, what's the likelihood? Do you think hundred thieves will make MSI? And if they do, how far will they go? Hmm. <clears throat>
2: Actually, <laughs> that's a good question. I hadn't thought much about this before. You can probably understand why. Um, <laughs> Flyquest kind of has the opposite trajectory trajectory, that we do, uh, which you know I I hope to see you guys in the finals, you know Flyquest dudes. Um, But it's feeling much more realistic or possible now than it did certainly last week. So (laughs) that's why I've not spent a lot of time thinking about this. I mean, I think there's a real chance that we end up going to MSI, which is crazy to me if we can keep this going if the meta doesn't shift i'm not sure which patch how this is all going to work so far as patch notes goes but yeah i think there's a chance i don't think we'll go very far but i think it's possible we could get i don't know what the format is so this is the end of my useful analysis or kind of thought here it's i could see us picking up uh like a win or two if that's if that's the equivalent of like world's group stage right
1: yeah, I don't even think it's important what you do at MSI. Like, if you're NA, because you're probably not going to win. So no, if, just like being there and like participating in that and getting the scrims in and solo queue in somewhere else. Like, I think that's valuable enough for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, back to the first part of the question: What do you think the likelihood they they make MSI? So that means they win LCS. I mean, I'm still put. I'm still feeling like Cloud9 has this one you know, has Ooh. one hand around the trophy
2: already. It's top two go um, to MSI, right? Oh, is it? Cause it's yeah. here. Is it yeah, yeah.
1: here? MSI is here. I don't know where it is. Well, but no, I
2: think they've changed the format. I believe it's top two from all regions.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, so if it's top two, then in that case, I like our chances a lot better.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You probably thought I was crazy as I was talking about that. You're like, really? You mentioned FlyQuest, but you forgot one other team.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's in uh, the <laughs> UK. It looks like. Interesting. Nice. Um, Second to play. Yeah, two teams in yeah. North America. Okay, so... Ooh, that's actually okay. Um, I still think we're, we're less than 50% likely to get there. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very hard to be good for a long time. As I've said, like when it's, if you're going into the playoffs with a seven-game game streak, you're overdue for a loss. Um, so I think it's going to be a pretty tough road, especially because we have no idea what this team can do in a series, right? So I'm really not sure. I, I would put us under 50% finish second place. Maybe, maybe like a 33% chance to finish second. I think C9 is the the runaway favorite, and I think that FlyQuest is is people are like ganging up on them a bit too much. I think they're still really good. Um, so the, those teams seem to be a tier above um the rest of us, despite you know what's happened recently. Yep. Um, so we'll see (laughs) not to quote the double lift interview with Travis for like the hundredth time this (laughs) podcast, but he, he did say he's always said that, um, Korean players, they, uh, they get beaten scaling by NA because they come here, they get bored. The practice is bad. (laughs) He said some other (laughs) things I won't mention. Um, but so they get worse over across the split, whereas they are getting better. So he likes their chances. (laughs) Um and a related thing for MSI was from Karlsky who said I would actually like this team to make MSI. I think it would be good for tenacity and Busio to get some international experience before Worlds. I'm not worried about the mm. MSI hangover because every under T team takes at least 3 weeks off a of split anyway. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh and true honestly like we, like we do seem to have a slump and then a and then an end of split run as we've done for, you know, I don't know how many splits in a row now. Um, the first part of the take is kind of hilarious to like, do we agree or not? Because it's like, I would like this team to make MSI. Well, yeah, of course. Agree. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah. So the chances I don't think are super high, but I do think it would be incredibly beneficial uh, for them to make it. I mean, I think someone in chat mentioned like what happened with Fudge when Fudge made MSI because it was like, you know, that, that ended up making him to a certain um, degree. So uh, I, yeah, I think that will be nothing but good if we are able to make it there. Agreed. Uh, Sammy, AKA cause says, if we end up winning spring split and hoisting another LCS trophy, does that warrant closers entry into the hundred T hall of fame alongside Sunday? Someday. I think so. But also I know again, I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) So so, that's a great question. I like these kind of questions. Yeah. They're not so, you know, serious about what the thing at hand is. So, Jordan, if Closer wins this split, gets another trophy, two trophies, he will be the the most trophied player of uh, 100 Thieves LCS program history, if that's the case. Yep. Does he get into the Hall of Fame? Yes.
3: Yeah, think about it. Who else? Um. Like, who's next? Yeah, it.
2: It was such an insane achievement the first time around. I think the second one, it's a lock. It's a lock. There's just, and if you look at the other inductees, right? Like, the second one is kind of what I think uh, cements the resume. Um. So, yeah, like, first is big. Um, he was he was the first two, but he wasn't there for the the, the all the years leading up, to, which is why it makes sense that someday he got the the nod there, right? Yeah. But I think if he can bridge it to the next one, then it's a clear nod for me.
1: It is interesting. He has uh, he's been with hundred. This is his third year, right, with hundred thieves. So it actually hasn't been quite as long as sometimes it feels.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, that so is a high number. Of two and a half years played at this point, right? Like this is his third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of this year, will be three. Yeah.
1: Right, so it seems crazy to be like, yeah, after two and a half years, he can qualify for that position. But I think it's probably true. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, the, that's my only like things. Like, well, maybe we needed to, to be around a little bit longer, but yeah.
2: I mean, w- um, let me ask you one other related question. Do you view? I guess the equivalent accolade in COD would be champs, right? To or do you view Spring Split any differently? Does Spring Split feel like a major trophy? Or does it feel like a Cod Champs ring?
1: I think spring and summer, winning Spring and Summer titles feels equivalent to me.
2: And would you put them I on know, the same tier as, as Cod Champs? I it
1: was, mean, it virtually is the same thing. It's like winning the North American League.
2: Well, right? Cod would uh, tell uh, you Champs, it's a global league.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Great, thanks for that. <laughs> It it does it does feel like there's something just a notch special more special about cod champs because of I think the it's once a year the format right it's like yeah. you have like the four majors and then you have champs so it's like yeah you won the you, you won the mini thing the mini tournament but we won it when it really counted 3-0 when it mattered dot 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 you guys can fill in the rest yep um, <clears throat> but to me yeah it's like spring and summer I know a lot of people say summer is more important but I don't know winning a title in either year, I think feels the same to me. I'm not sure if it's quite up there with cod chance, probably not quite, but very close. Okay. Yeah. Um, bread N says at this current stage in the spring split, in what order from strongest to weakest would you rank our bot lane? C nine bot lane, and Flyquest bot lane. And which bot lane do you think we match up better against? Hmm. This is an intense question.
2: Yeah. Tears the, to this one.
1: Yeah. The C9 bot lane, I think is going to yield the MVP at this point. I um, think sure. probably going to take that home mm-hmm.
2: over Prince. Wow. I do.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. I, do. Uh, I think people care about results in current form. Mm-hmm. And while Prince has been excellent and probably is the best player in the LCS, right? Uh he is Yeah I just don't think he's Going to have that Shine in the MVP race Now that's just MVP race mm-hmm. Um but when it comes to the bot lanes Ranking up against each other so C9 <laughs> that That's pretty tough That's pretty tough where do you have us
2: And We actually got the better of C9's Bot lane early if I remember right Um, We never got the better of FlyQuest bot lane.
1: We lost the game, but yeah.
2: Against C9, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, The game's blurry. If if I'm looking at it just at this point in time, that's a tough question. And it's actually a really fun one to kind of get you hyped for playoffs. I think I got to go C9, us, FlyQuest in that order. Which one do we match up better against?
3: I don't know. I mean, we won lane
2: phase against Berserker before and Vulcan. Or sorry, not Vulcan. Um, Ben. So I don't know. It's hard to say. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I so <laughs> first of all, I agree. I think I think I'd do C9 us then FlyQuest. That's only like if they put Winsome back in, I might be like, Yeah, FlyQuest <laughs> right, too. right. Um no, I don't think Isla's been bad really, most of the time. Um but Winsome was like <laughs> Dude, I remember when 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 I got back I was like I don't know if they should even do this. I think they should just leave it alone. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I think I think the sum of the parts like Bucio is is peaking right now. I know. You know what I mean? And Doublelift just got player of the week after ripping off, <laughs> you know, heads left and right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll go see 900 these fly quests for right now. Um and in the if you're talking about the matchup just against the bot lanes, um I will take I'll take FlyQuest. Give us FlyQuest. I think we match up a little bit better against them.
2: Here's the, here's the yeah. other, the sneaky thing about this question that makes it actually an excellent question. We didn't play either of those bot lanes in SuperWeek or, or tiebreakers. So in our yeah, we in our top form, because I think, I think our bot lane right now is in our best form of the entire split, um, we haven't had a chance to match up against these other guys and
1: maybe we we ga ganks and just see what happens
2: (laughs) i don't know man we've been we've been uh, our gank defense has been better of late and although it's kind of weird right because like other these teams have been throwing ganks at the bot lane but it's just not really it's not crushing us in the same way that has in some other games yeah
1: um, Zach Remsberg says one, I thought double if was unbearable before this season, but after watching him and viewing his content from this split, I become such a huge fan of the guy. I think that's kind of like <clears throat> the case with most people. It's like, if you haven't watched double if you probably just think of the annoying things he does and you don't, um, you don't really like appreciate the honesty and insight that he gives. Yeah. Cause you just haven't like watched it or whatever. It's not that you don't believe it. It's just like, you don't really watch it and get a sense of it. Cause he is very candid. Um. so that's interesting note but uh, the other part of the take is this team is on a roll to the moon rocket emoji cannot wait to send fly quest to the losers bracket got a flight check in the podcast in the chat
2: wait right do now. we play fly first no
1: yes we play fly quest first
2: the three versus the two seed
1: Mm-hmm. cool so <laughs> enjoy losers bracket
2: City yeah, curly. sorry, boys.
1: <clears throat> um, Joseph Forlenza says, My take while a lot of analysts and people around the league will point to closer for our turnaround, I don't think they would be where they are now without the growth of Busio and Tenacity. Tenacity's front lining and engages have been spectacular. His ability to give up his lane for others and still be viable in team fights is impressive, and Busio's engages have been very good. If they want to win the trophy, they will need to improve bot laning as we are still dying too much in the 2v2, which I think is a fair point. Mm-hmm. I also want to underscore the uh, the point he made about tenacity, his ability to give up his lane for others yeah. and still be viable in the team fights. I agree with that, and I also think that's been a product of what he's playing. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be able to do that with right. every champ. Right. Right? But the way that they have used him has allowed us to do that on like the Scion is a you know perfect example. So... Yep. Um... Definitely. I mean, we did a segment on how much he's improved and we love that. Uh, He's been playing great and we're super happy with his trajectory. Uh, So closer has like individually turned around his performance like a lot, which is flashy and good. Uh, But it really feels like an all hands thing for the team. Like, I don't think there's been like a single player who's made the difference. Like everybody's been stepping up when it matters.
2: You know, if I had to, if I had to boil it down to one thing, I think I would say it's tenacity, um, both in the way he is playing these team fights and in the way, and just like the, the role that he's playing for the team. So both how he's playing and what he's playing. I think if you, if you combine those two things, that just feels like a huge, it's to the point where I'd say like, do you scion ban? Right? Like the The team just feels so much more able to mount a comeback because he yeah. is there to um, basically just keep us in any fight. It seems like there's so many times that he gets jumped on, and it just doesn't seem to matter so
1: yeah um more if I'm saying that right, I hope I am m a u r. thanks for the follow, by the way said among all the positives and hype of the win streak and third place run i have more of a negative take all right we get some yeah. some counterpoints here okay, okay. for the first time in the podcast cuz we've been super optimistic <laughs> he says my take is that for playoffs it is worrying to see 100t only win in a somewhat one-dimensional way many of the games were also very close and not very clean in the seven game win streak playoffs might be rough if they continue to play at this level with such little variation in how they play in best of 5s I'm assuming he's talking about like what we're doing in top lane. Most yep. of all, it's just kind of like, all right, we're gonna emphasize the other lanes, let Tenacity play a tank, maybe give him some engage opportunities, and then just focus on making sure Doublelift can scale like crazy. Yep, that's kind of fair, right? But doesn't it feel like we've got some uh, some other variables to track? Like, so this just comes down to maybe not the style of play, but the individual champions that are being picked. are being played at a level that I think you know makes makes it threatening yeah
2: yeah and I think the thing that I track the most here um is I mean these like strength of schedule wise this was not a stroll in the park right (laughs) no like immortals was our easy game um e.g. twice clg so, I'm not super concerned that the games didn't look clean, in part because I expect for these teams to be. I think these teams are legit good. Um, you know, there are questions you'll ask about TSM, um, especially mm-hmm. following our game against them, and just what that's meant.
1: And removing their top laner.
2: Yeah, but yeah. So you know, I think these are these are fair points and good ones to bring up, right? And mm-hmm. if Teams will adapt, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a Scion ban because it does feel like that's kind of a linchpin for the the lineup here. Um, yeah, maybe take Gragas; like, we're still just as good. But yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah. see. I think it's a for me it feels like yeah a, a best of will really put this to the test. I will say
1: it's I think it's a a fine point to make that the wins haven't been super clean. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I think that's true. We've benefited from some player throwing. Um, and we've had to come back from some pretty significant deficits, but I, I think like there's just this confidence and Zen like demeanor among the shot callers of this team, the veterans of this team that are just feeling completely in control. I mean, Bergson said this in an interview, he was talking about like, you know, we just, I just tell everybody to be confident that they can win from any point in the game. Mm-hmm. And we pick the spot carefully. And honestly, that has played out so far. So to to beat us right now, like in our current form, a team has to be playing like flawless in the in the other aspects of the game and get so far ahead so early that we can't like outsmart them at the right time. Right. Um and I don't think that that's an easy task. Though I do think they're, you know, FlyQuest C Nine are probably both capable of turning in a performance like that over a five game series, who knows? Yep. So, um, Den Jang, first time taker, I believe, uh, says, don't know if it's been talked about already, but I think big part of the team's ability to bounce back besides the fact that we have three season veterans is how well the team chemistry seems to be going out of game too. And we, as fans would never see that without (laughs) behind the scenes content. That's why I love the short mini vlogs they've been posting on Twitter and the weekly voice comms. It's made me so much more invested in the team than previous Hmm. roster
2: iterations. Power of content, the power of friendship, power. Of friendship. <laughs> yeah, can't argue with that. I mean, especially when it is it... I was, Like this is a super dynamic bunch, and I, uh, you know, it's kind of like look, it's it's feast or famine. You're either going to get great, you know, knee slappers in the content side, or crickets because people are not wanting to you know record their their sadness and that's that's what makes it tough
1: oh shout out tim seven who's in the chat from 100t first time chatter somehow this man has been on the podcast more times than he has chatted in twitch chat <laughs> it's amazing. that is an incredible statistic <laughs> um but i was going to point out the 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 kind of like mid-season drought in content was pretty scary and it was a sad time to be a fan um, so I do like Denjing's point about they, you know, they've been putting that out more frequently and you do get the sense of, of who they are. Right. And you start getting the phrase like the, like the rocket doesn't stop like that kind of thing. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Where you, it's almost like uh like, like mid two thousands NBA where like every team had like their little slogan and they would put it on t-shirts and put <laughs> it on the seats for the teams to come in and everything. Like that's kind of what her thieves is doing right. with this, but it's really fun. Right. And you identify with it and the results are there too. And so, <clears throat> yep. I think it's been really great to get a, a bit of a window into there obviously it's not you know quite the window that we'd hope but it's definitely better than it was
2: but look honestly if we if we don't make playoffs nobody nobody cares nobody's saying like oh man if God. I just knew how that team was doing behind the scenes I would have loved them a lot more than I do
1: dude can you believe that a week ago that was very possible
2: <laughs> yeah so you can't that's the thing that's so challenging about the content you can't plan yeah. for it you know it's like yeah look if you're even if you're riding high, like look at FlyQuest. I remember it's actually kind of funny. The last JLXP is will FlyQuest ever lose? This was like Feb 17, right a month ago. Yeah. And it hasn't yep. no done sense. I know he's, he's busy with LCS stuff. So it's not like meant to comment on how long it's been since he's he done was one. he
1: was too busy saying our playoff chances were XD.
2: Exactly. That's where he
1: <laughs> We called him out. Yeah. We called him out this week. It was good, but we but, still love Jet. But the point we love is in this
2: house. that even if you're the FlyQuest
1: uh, oh wait, sorry, one more thing. Jat would have banned Viego. Okay, go that's ahead. That's true. <laughs> it's always true.
2: Well, uh, he wouldn't need to now. So there you go. Right? Fix that problem for all the coaches. <laughs> um, even for FlyQuest, if you have content now, nobody there is saying, you know, Rocket doesn't stop. It's like, that's, you have to come up with a new slogan, I guess, you know, if you're FlyQuest. So I don't know. It's, it's just, it's so hard to find the right way to do content i i yeah. I, I commiserate with the content teams because it's not easy
1: you can always just put the the whatever video double if talking unscripted on his channel and it gets two hundred thousand views so who cares
2: he doesn't want to do it when you're losing uh-huh. so you can't <laughs> even do that
1: yeah uh steady says assuming Diego is still removed from pro Pro play and closers Lee Sin and Wukong is banned. So that's assuming Wukong has been added to the ban list, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. What would you hope or not hope to see closer play versus Flyco's Poppy? No Poppy. <laughs> no, 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 no. No Poppy.
2: Uh, Thank goodness
1: that's not meta,
2: right? Yeah. I was going to say, I think you're safe there. Assuming Vegas is still removed and closers Lee Sin and Wukong is banned. Uh, that'd be okay.
1: Yeah. Because Wukong, so like Wukong is that third pick where i'm like yeah man give me some wukong um you know what we never see from closer have we literally never seen this but i'm thinking about elise
2: oh i don't and i, I don't just know don't i don't
1: feel like that's like a closer champion right
2: yeah loves it. it
1: i don't want to see maokai
2: nope
1: i'm kind of actually i'm kind of okay with jarvin for closer
2: oh yeah 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 nice j4 i for
1: i feel like earlier on last year i was not loving it very much but um, I kind of like that for him still. Um, Vi, <sighs> something seemed like desynced with Vi. I don't know. Yeah. He's had he's it had. Seemed, had some it seems games. like I would love to see him on Vi, but yeah, I just
2: don't. don't think know. Honestly, this is sort of meant as a slight for other junglers. I just don't think Vi <laughs> is mechanically complex enough. For like, it's not. <laughs> it's just not a, a dynamic enough champion. Closers too good yeah. for Vi or it's Vi's got yeah. like a very specific we've we've definitely played it effectively. So I think in the right comp it can work. Um I I'll, I'll be honest, I no longer fear the Sejuani lock. Like he has he's had enough good games on it now that I'm not worried about him playing that. For a while there it was very
1: I don't. I still don't spotty. like it. I don't want to see that. I'm definitely taking Jarvan before Sejuani if Oh I yeah, for sure. But like for him,
2: you know, if if they'd locked <coughs> Jarvan and ban those two, we're going to have them play, like, Yumi Jungle? we I got, got to have some other options.
1: Jordan, what would you guess our least band presence is? How many times 100 Thieves bans at least?
2: How many times have we played C9? <laughs> two out of 18 times however many bans we get. What is it?
3: Am I right?
1: counting 17 out of 19 games is it wait what no 17 out of 20 games we banned elise
2: we've banned how have i missed this
1: that's crazy isn't it
2: (laughs) so i guess we're not seeing uh eight games in a row huh
1: and before that there we didn't ban it against c9 Guess which champion they played and ruined us with. Was it Elise? And then one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, and then eight times in a row before that.
2: Why would not so, we ban Elise against C9? That's like the one team that I well, think uses it to devastating effect most often.
1: How did it go?
2: You know. Oh. So
1: there's a, there's a little nugget from Hundred Talk. Okay. Hundred Thieves uh, pick bans. We have banned Elise. A freakish amount of time. 17 out of 20. That's crazy. Holy moly. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, just, uh, just a little side note. Yeah. Okay. Um, Austin Beck says, not a take, but something I appreciate about the league team is the, oh, this ties into what we were talking about earlier, is these catchphrases and motivational songs or quotes they adopt, like the Lil Nas X song they said was their motto, so that was in the year that we won it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it being a rocket. It reminds me of some of my favorite non-esport teams, how they, their players and fans gravitate to something that motivates them. Totally agree. Okay, and then we got one more from shinok Yep. I like this question. He says, LCF. so this is hypothetical, okay? <clears throat> LCS playoffs have to be in a different city each weekend with three total. Which are two cities you're adding? So we have Raleigh. What are the other two cities that we are adding to the LCS playoffs trio and i asked him if he meant like do we factor in logistics and everything he said it's up to us i'm gonna say no so just pick yeah. three u.s cities so raleigh being one of them so the other two which cities would you send us to for our playoffs
2: duluth minnesota <laughs> <laughs> it's a great town and uh or banan to get the assembly hall going. (laughs) I mean, this is a question answered. What a
1: terrible answer! Come on, (laughs) man.
2: Uh, you can go, and then I'll think if I if I want to change my answer at all.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. (laughs) So I I mean I don't I don't think we have to avoid repeats, but I think Miami is an amazing location for it because it's really awesome for the players and for the content. You know what I mean? Like you could do some sick stuff around Miami Mm -hmm. and I loved it when it was there back in 2018. So I'm going to put Miami back in there. Yeah. And then the other city that I'll take is
3: Duluth. Hold on. I'm thinking (laughs) not Duluth. I don't want it in Duluth. (laughs) Jeez, it's tough.
2: Got MSG, right? You got to do MSG. Well,
3: cool, but yeah, that's like a
1: typical. Actually, yes. Burton just said D.C. There we go. That's the other one. Mm. I love that idea. Mm. D.C. So Miami and D.C. are what I'm adding. Yes, I love that, Burton. Thank you.
3: Playing the All right, Memorial.
1: Jordan. Do, do you want to amend your Duluth and or urbana
2: <laughs> Uh... I want to get, uh, no, I don't have anything else. I'm just, I'll be trolling. I'd still be trolling if I,
1: Hawaii, sunset, like Honolulu. (laughs) You imagine sending people all the way out to Honolulu. (laughs) Dude, DC is a sick location for this.
2: Yo, let's, here's an idea. What, what if we could fill up one of these big college stadiums? That would be, I don't think we could fill it, but that would be pretty, like think about all the world's titles or the world's matches that have been in the, uh, in the big open air stadiums, we've never done an open air stadium in NA. I don't think.
1: Oh, you may, so yeah, like for an open air stadium, yeah, that's cool. Um, most of the <clears throat> I was gonna say because most of the college like arenas are the same size as yeah. like the professional arenas, like, get, like the big house. Um, like that, but if you're on. talking about like yeah, if you're talking about like Michigan, you know, yeah. having an Ann Arbor like or something 000? with like a hun- hundred and ten people, yeah, yeah hundred ten thousand people, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. That's that's wild, but. That would be sick. No, I, I love the DC idea. Like that you could just do so much crossover stuff and like you have the America factor of it and say, so, oh man, I love, DC is like, yes, Burton, thank you.
2: That's the, America the one. Factor. What That's if it rains? I nah, just play in the rain.
1: Play in the rain? And <laughs> your computers in the rain. They have little ponchos over the top of them. Oh. Uh, well, you can play in those, those, um, those stadiums that have the, the rollback covers, you know? You just close them when you need to.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't the There uh, is that at Jerry World. I was going to say Jerry World. World. Yeah, 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 Ooh, they, they got that real big screen. No, that would actually be kind of
1: sick. No. So, so, yes. I it's think tampa, sta- Tampa's tampa uh, got
2: a bigger one, don't they? It like runs the entire length of the stadium.
1: Maybe, but that's
2: Tampa. Yeah, I don't want to go there.
1: I, I, I keep it in Arena, I think. All right. Um, but DC, DC is the one. Okay, that leaves us with predicting the outcome of this Thursday's Best of Five against FlyQuest. We've got the matchup of Flight Check versus 100 Talk. We've got the Papa Smithy Revenge Series. Wow. Jordan, what
3: are we going to do, FlyQuest?
2: We're going to win 3-2. Oh, let's go. 3-2, five-game series. I never predicted 3-2 going three two i got too much respect for the FlyQuest boys um to not but i think i think our bot lane is is hot right now i think this story arc has to continue prince needs to have like you know for his for the 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 length the longevity of his career he can't conquer all of his idols this early he needs to be smacked by double lift and it's just going to fuel him to even greater heights. This is our gift to you, FlyQuest. Um, but yeah, I think this is the time that we never, like I said earlier, we never got them um, in the bot lane. I think this could be the one.
1: Burton said, if we 3-0 FlyQuest, they should have to burn down several rainforest acres. as punishment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Burton.
0: Oh, that was Burton a
1: is on a... Is on a a hotter hot streak <laughs> than hundred thieves right now. Holy oh, man. that's very fun. okay. Okay, so, uh, so I have to do my job and do my pr- responsible prediction for this series. You guys know how tough I think it is to win consistently. It's just like seven in a row. Like you're you're bound to drop something, and fortunately in a series you can only drop like one or two games, you know, and still be good. But I think. In this case, winner's bracket. I would, I think we have to trust the papa. For the throw, oh. hundred thieves wins three one. Let's go! Oh,
2: nice, got him.
1: Let's go. We're gonna keep it going. We are gonna drop a game, and then we're gonna be like, oh yeah, but we're still really good. Flight check. It's a loser bracket angle for you. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, And I'm going to remember what Nick Fan said. Said they weren't scared of us. Hmm. We'll be ready. I'm like Ryan from The Office taking my note. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, guess what? Rec League is supposed to be Thursday. Hmm. The same time as the series. I don't know what's going to happen, to be honest. Me neither. Jordan and I will probably talk this out over the next day and let you guys know on Wednesday if we're still going to do it. Um, obviously the series should finish up. Uh actually it'll probably finish up early if we three oh them, right? 3 um, 1. But yeah, even if we even if we just 3 1 them, it should finish up in time for rec league. But I don't know if we're gonna go ahead and play or what we're gonna do. So guys, stay tuned on that. We're not sure about rec league. We'll figure it out and we'll let you know.
2: I don't know why that's the part of the chat. Yeah. You know? Like
1: yeah, so maybe we'll do a VOD squad for the series. I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll get it figured out and let you guys know. But um, keep an eye on our Twitter, which I should put in the chat, by the way. Um, and our Discord as well, where we will make those things known. Love it. Okay. It's been an incredible end to the regular season. And with the 100 Talk Retirement Tour buff... <laughs> That we are providing, we're sacrificing ourselves on the altar of under these victory. Yeah, I think this ride is going to continue. It's been fun. It's going to be a fun. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. All right, flight check. We look forward to uh, you making excuses on next week's podcast. Everybody else, we will see you soon as well. <laughs> uh, enjoy, enjoy this feeling. Enjoy the feeling that comes after the dove on Thursday. We'll say like we always do this time. We love you and we miss you already. One hundred. L A. Crazy is one hundred. L A. All I ever ask is, yeah. really
0: really is one hundred. L A. Yeah. L A. Crazy is one hundred. All I ever ask is one.